Is it me or was it hiding here? Is it me or was it It's your girl, Marquita. They like to call me Miss Hollywood. Burn, 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 burn. Yeah, I'm waiting for our uh, special guest. Um, we're having a little bit of technical difficulties, but you know, all players always fuck up. But it's all good. Excuse my language. <laughs> but um, let me give you a little bit of background of So Hollywood, the podcast, while we wait to get uh, high def raja in the building um so hollywood the podcast is a platform where everyone is treated equally and um ultimately i like to bring people together with this thing called entertainment and um it was definitely created for uh those that like to be entertained those that entertain and so on and so forth um But as you guys know, or some people may not know, that I like to do a little thing called a recap. (laughs) Recap of my last episode, um, which is episode 29. And like I said before, I have started to do things differently in which being on IG Live is one of them. And also doing my interviews is another. Um, But this is the 30th episode that... We are on today and then um, which is season technically season three because I do 10 seasons per. Um, oh, we got Raja coming in here. He's in Cali right now, so just uh, bear with us. <clears throat> but um, yo, hey, hold on. I'm giving a little bit background of. So Hollywood, the podcast. Um, okay, okay. So, but last episode, I had uh, Terrell online, Red Cup Gang. He is a San Diego na- native, but he is uh, was raised in Virginia. And um, we spoke about his journey through his life um, as an artist, as an entertainer, as and wanting to quit the rap and actually quitting twice already. So um, he also talked about being homeless, living in his car, uh, being outside of Planet Fitness so he can get get a gym membership and go like literally living in his car and then waking up, going to the gym 
And then it just came something that's bigger than him right now, which is where he went or is on tour. He did all types of things with that. Um, But you can listen to that on episode 29. And he also did an eight city tour. It's called Lost Summer Tour, in which I had the pleasure of hosting the event. And Raja was was in the building. Um, it yeah, definitely dude. was a VIP event. Uh, we had a lot of a lot of hit makers in the building. Uh, Ron G. We had DJ Illmatic, uh, Andre Hypes. I called that man Andre Hypes. I was so uh, embarrassed. Um, but his name is Andrew Hypes. He's very very dope. Uh, we had a lot of and shout out to Dark Knight ENT because they actually put me on the lineup to host that event. Um, and after that, we've just been going up so far. Um, and uh, what else? Uh, I normally do a question of the day in which I want you guys to um, listen to it first and then answer it at the end of the podcast. So uh, let's start with this. Um, what bothers you about the industry? Why? And what do you think your solution would be to fixing that? And then um, at Probably like 40 minutes after I do this thing called top five and 45 after I normally do this thing called sweet 16. However, mm-hmm. uh, I don't think you're a rapper. So I don't know if you spit bars. So I normally do that for those that, you know, rap. But in this case, we're going to skip that for you but and stick to the top five because I, I got some real in-depth top fives for you. Um, okay. And then 50 after... <laughs> <laughs> he don't want to rap. I don't think he want to rap. He, no, I ain't gonna rap. He, he want me to rap. <laughs> G said something about so that nigga rap. <laughs> <laughs> and shout out to Session Four Twenty. We are in the building right now. Uh, so yes. Um, but fifty after we do something called like a wind down. You know, give your shout outs. Um, mm-hmm. you know, where they can find you, so on and so forth. And this is, like I said before, this is now my, you're on my 30th episode and which is the beginning of a new chapter for me. Right. Because I, something came to me and was like, listen, you have to change it up in order for things to really work out. So with that being said, this is where I came up with the Instagram live. And now I have visuals because before you didn't, you didn't, I didn't really have too many visuals. Right. Um, right. So you're actually my first visual, and I really appreciate Ooh, this. Ooh, big thirty, yeah. big Because we bounced back like 30, 31, and then it was like, you know what? We, it was just destined for you to be my 30th episode, to be 100. Right. Um, but that. without further ado, I I know him as Raja Beats, uh, but the world knows you as High Def Raja. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, right? Right. It was like you definitely switched up the game like since we've met to now. And we'll get into that backstory a little bit later. Um, but I okay. do want to start off this interview with how did this thing called entertainment enter your life? And what was your uh, first earliest memory of of that? <laughs> Um, because I, I used to want to, uh, I want to play basketball a lot. So I, I was raised in basketball and, you know, long story short, you know, I was getting ready to graduate high school. I was like, shit, man, I ain't going to, I ain't getting no D1 offers. I ain't in NBA shape ready. Right. And I just always wanted to be rich. And you know what I'm saying? 
at that time, you know, Lex was going to school and he was doing beats and his music group DABP with uh Well we know him we know him as Lex. So those yeah. that are not, you know, as 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 um I don't as know annoying. How to, yes. Like Um Lex Luger. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Shout out to Lex Luger, super producer Lex Luger. He was just in session four twenty, but we're not gonna talk about that either because you know, <laughs> he was cooking up, but Yes, go ahead. Keep going. Lex Luger. And um, so he was just doing the music and BBP was doing music around the school. So mm-hmm. I was like, shit, man, I'm going to just tackle this. I, I like music. I always had a love for it, but I just never had a niche for it because I was always around basketball. So, mm-hmm. so you know, one day in, in tryouts, I remember like fucking my ankle up. And, and what, a- what was, age was this? What age was I this? was like, I was 17. 17. I was 16 okay. by the turn of 17. Yep. Okay. And um, I fucked my ankle up and I was at my grandma's house for like a week staying there and I downloaded Fruity Loops. So I, I was hobbling around the crib trying to learn Fruity Loops People and stuff. People sleeping on Fruity Loops to be 100 too. Yeah, it started a lot. Yeah. And, and and once I really, you know, started fucking around with it, I was messing with a group called Ill Indies and they was doing music, so I started trying to produce for them. There was a support group, mm-hmm. and you know, I just, I just kept passionate. Like I said, I wanted to be great, and you know, I was being Virginia with Pharrell, with Tim, and I was like, shit, I want to be up there with them. So right. I just started honing in on my craft and really focusing and taking the jump serious and doing the things that the best do. So you're originally from Virginia, which which part of Virginia? I'm, I'm from Suffolk, Suffolk, Virginia, Suffolk. downtown Suffolk. Yeah. Okay. Shout out to Suffolk. I don't. Yeah, I don't really go Suffolk. out there unless I have to go through 58 in real life. So <laughs> I ain't even gonna hold you. Suffolk is is where it's at. The country for real. Is it? Uh, <laughs> it's, 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 it's a little, little bit of both. <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit of both, depending on what project you go to. Facts, facts. So you made it yeah. out with. Uh, you started doing um, production for right. the group that you were a part of well, then, well yeah yeah i was like kind of promoting for them okay okay so that yeah. was a, still around the same age about 17 18 or okay about 17 yeah. 17 so when did you know like hey i this is this this beat is gonna you know make me into a better person or like how when you knew that it took it was gonna take you somewhere or it started to take off um i did a beat battle I did a beat battle at 37 is in. It's called something else now. Mm-hmm. And um, I had met Batman there and Rachel Jones there, and I did a beat battle, and I got to the finals against T-Rific. And I remember I had lost it. And Batman gave me his card, like, yo, you dope, hit me up. So that was in, like, April around my birthday. You know, so that's when I turned 18. Mm-hmm. And then I went to Atlanta, 4th of July, and I was like, man, let me call this Batman dude. I called him and he like, all right, yo, meet me at Travis Porter Studios and then we can go see my boy. I, I, I'm going to move you around. So I, once I met with Bet, we went to go see Travis Porter. He took me to this guy named Irv, which is a Machine Gun Kelly manager. Mm-hmm. And Irv hurt my beats. And he was like, yo, you signed? I said, no, I just really started making beats. I really started last year. And he was like, yo, you sound like you need to be signed. And, you know, that was the moment, you know, Batman was like, hey, like, that's somebody of some significance who told you you're great. And right. Batman, I'm going to teach you the game and the business. He said, but you just got to keep working. And, you know, that's how I kind of knew, like, dang, like somebody thought I was signed. And Batman said he can take his time out to, you know, teach me the game. Like, I was right. real grateful of that. Because Batman yeah. has always been about his word at the end of the day. Because yeah. I think 
if I'm not mistaken, did we we met either through Ray Nitty or before that? I want to say before that, through because I was in Dark Knight Promotions. Yeah. Uh, at the very beginning, so it might have been through Batman, if I'm not mistaken, because we was it, all grinding like. We were right. we hit the ground running soon. Like you said, soon as you meet him, it's like a whole different ball game. Like it's just like oh, like starting a new craft, and then you're right. open to like all types of shit. So he introduced right. us to a lot of things, believe it or not. And he's right. definitely like I said about his words. So when when did we? cross paths because we have some stories that <laughs> we can laugh yeah. about this to this day <laughs> yeah man i think that's what i'm saying was it us doing promotion for a club and then or was it through ray i'm trying to think right like whatever whatever it was it was always a lookout like it never yeah. was to the point where like it it never felt odd. It always felt like I knew you and Batman and all them for the longest. And when I say the right. longest, it's like you took up for me in ways that I was like, okay, th- th- he really, he really that nigga. <laughs> yeah, because like we be there trying to work and stuff, and niggas just coming and getting away. And I'm like, hey, yo, we ain't we ain't here for that. We ain't Big doing facts. that. Like, and not a lot of people can do that or say they've done that you know what i mean off top just by meeting one another having that conversation and just having like a dope vibe because it was it was instantly like that's the homie like he looks out for anybody that he's around he looks out you know what i mean at that moment or whatever the case it was just it was really dope and i know the batman in me (laughs) <laughs> right big facts he he yeah i'd be looking back you know and i'm like yo i was like like i said i was 18 and 19 mm-hmm. we in a hood and newport news and i'm just i'm snapping i'm just being real and i right. think about it now like dang i was in the block doing that like facts. but people just had to respect it i know i ain't get never get no bad reaction from me it was just like oh, i bet respect homie like that's it yeah 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 because that after that it was just like yeah it was on and popping so yeah. Once, once you realize that okay, I I got the, I'm not, I got not alley up, but I got the um the confirmation that I needed to continue right. and move forward with this thing called entertainment. Because I bring it, I bring right. everything to that. Because that's how we are all connected is entertainment. So, right. When when did that? You was like. I, it had to. I don't want to say it had to be, but when you start getting on these NBA live games and shit like yeah. that, but that's that's jumping to like now. But I'm talking about right. about um like when did you know that it was it was like your destiny to be like okay I can definitely do this. I'm about to get paid. We get you know what I mean. When was that? When was that ultimate? Man, I think ultimately when I got the snub. Or the, uh, just I feel like the lifetime and the first day Drake announced ASAP Rocky is the the club owner, the club opener for his tour. That's when I found Ferg, and when I found Ferg and just me and Ferg relationship of how we used to talk every day before I even heard a song from him mm-hmm. and what was going on, you know, 
I always say this because I didn't know what was going on at the time because didn't nobody know how big they was going to be. Right. But I knew it had to be some type of significance of Drake had them opening up. And like I said, from just the respect me and him showed each other and just asking about each other family and just me sending music, mm-hmm. I knew from that point, yo, me and him getting up changing the world because of our conversations. And when we did Let It Go, mm-hmm. and it was the intro to the album, and Man, just everybody, the reaction to it, like, mm-hmm. like I said, I knew there, I knew that, yo, I'm gonna I'm get another one. I know somebody gonna call me because this is a different sound. Right. I was just, I was, I really made that beat off of depression and being homeless mm-hmm. and, you know, like, you know what, this gotta change my life. And when I finished making that beat, I said, I said, yo, this beat is gonna be the one. Like, I knew it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, there were every, every placement I got. Just, just, just to say this, like every placement I got, like I always be like, all my beats dope and shit. Right. But sometimes, like I just know it's the one, and right. every time I just feel it. Every, every placement I got, I said that value alone, take it or leave it, race from it, no wave. It's just something that when I know I make a beat and it sounds different, I know right. it's gonna hit. It's like that aura comes around you, and it's just like, yeah, this is this this is a good feeling type thing, because it seems yeah. like you run off of of that type of beat like because you're not you're definitely like no other like from the beginning <laughs> to the end like it's no it's no change you it's nobody else like you and people are really sleeping on you like not a lot of people know who you are so and and the crazy thing is even like you saying that i don't think a lot of people know like me being great, like, I don't work around and I'd have been crafted and complimented by some of the best producers, you know, not even like, you know, I work with Lex all the time, but I work with like Mike Will, you know, Johnny Giuliano, like TM88, just, you know, sometimes I don't look at it as, oh, I work with them because it just be so normal to me. Right. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, it's like, like you said, people don't know. It's like, yeah, I've really been crafted by some of the Mm -hmm. best producers. Because you're living in it. Like, you're not the one that's on the outside looking in. And that's where that excitement for, you know, being who you are to other people are like, dang. They look at it like, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, he worked with this, that, the third, you know. Well, you know, sometimes, why, well, why do you, why do you think people say, well, why isn't he bigger than what he is? Or do you f- think that way or what is your thought process of that in general well i work on who about me mm-hmm. about you um i mean somebody had said that before but i think i move at the path in a pace of you know comfortable being comfortable and just right. being able to help the ones who can help me in the time of need right. you know i don't think about impressing nobody you know i don't be out here really flaunting nothing or right just being that but like I know what I got going on or my family know what I got going on. So that, that'd be kind of good enough. And, right. you know, great art speaks for itself. So if I ain't mainstream and I'm doing a lot of this and I feel good about it and I'm making milestones like that, it's going to come because I ain't doing it for nothing. Facts. So I already know it's going to come. I, exactly. And I believe it as well, because you've been doing this for a long a time, a long yeah. time. If you're coming from Fruity Loops to, so do you still do? Fru- I mean, do you still use Fruity Loops? Sometimes I be on the machine now. <laughs> okay, I used to be shout on Fruity Loops machine. all the time. Yeah, shout out to machine. And I used to see G and like yeah, Lex use that joint, and I ain't know how to use it. They used to let me fiend for my cell phone, and I kind of 
learned a little bit of things on it. So when I got it myself, it only took maybe like two days, two, three days to really learn the whole thing. Okay. So you're, you're more of a self-taught um, individual or of course you had influences, but yeah. you're more of the hands-on. Let me see. Do you play any other instruments like pianos or do you, or is it just like, uh, it was at a point I was trying to, uh, I was trying to learn how to play the piano I know how to hit, hit the snares on the drums. I don't know how to slam. Mm-hmm. You know, I know how to do just enough to make a sound or make right. make you bop your head with right. kind of any instrument. But I don't really know how to play nothing. <laughs> but I, but like as I make beats, I learn the keys and know how to hit the right keys and stuff just from clicking and stuff. So it, that's already in my brain. I know the keys and stuff. Oh. <laughs> so yeah. bringing it back to the ASAP ASAP Ferg team. So once you realize that um, you're going to make a hit. And things are gonna, you know, go and move forward. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where did it take you after that? Who did that? Who did that get you in the room? Um, who, who you know, who did you, who did you get into the room with after that um, specific song? Yeah. yeah. So I thought they let it go. You know, a lot of people knew it, so it got to a point where I was talking to Skepta. Um, I'm more first to tell me your Wale like the song Travis mm. Scott. And, you know, I met Travis Scott at Trelecto and Chase B. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember saying, "What's up, yo, Chase B?" And he was like, "Yo, what's up? Who are you?" I said, "Rosar, <laughs> yo." I said, "I made let it go for fur." He said, "Travis, Travis, come here, come here." So I'm looking like, like, what the fuck going on? And he said, "Yo, that's the dude right there. He made let it go." And that's how, that was my first ever in my life interacting with Travis saying, yo, let it go. It's the hardest beat I ever heard. That shit hard as fuck, bro. Take my phone number right now. He said it all in one sentence. And, you know, me and him used to talk on the phone and send music back and forth. And, you know, bro just, bro just got big and, you know, I know how to work it. So, you know, right. shout out to what he's doing right now. Right, right. But I did, even after that, that's it got me to Ray Shrum because I started emailing beats to the DJ Jay Shrum. Mm-hmm. And... I remember when I sent the beats, I went outside to smoke a blunt and come back in the house. I had the song in my email. <gasps> done. done. Sway Lee had the hook on it. Done. And I I went down there the day after Christmas because Mike Will heard it. And he was like, yo, come down here. Let's work it. I heard something I want to add to it. And we went over there, down there for Christmas. And we worked on the record. I heard the record, seen them recorded. Mm-hmm. Man, it was just crazy. So, so you were in the it... studio with them when they actually... <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. when they actually recorded it because you know sometimes people people don't get that <coughs> people don't get that um satisfaction to do that um because normally they'll get a song they'll they'll record it themselves send it back and you know it's the whole process but you was at, in the actual studio it, it's because it's like i was saying about how i try to make new sounds Mm-hmm. The reason they said they did that beat so fast is because they said when they first heard it, it sounded like you was on an island counting like a million dollars. Mm. And he said it was just a, so, a different sound in him. He just went ahead and knocked it out. And Mike said the same thing. Mike was like, yo, this shit is hard, bro. Like, this shit different sounding. It just need to add this sound. And when I heard the finished product, like, it was just crazy. You mm-hmm. know, just seeing the record, that's it. And, yeah, that shit was crazy. Mm. Is there any artist that has been like, Hell no, I don't want to do that. Like, sh- like either I don't, I don't want to bring up like, sh- like shit it on or try to stun on you or so- I don't want to be that girl to to bring yeah. anything up like that. But it got to be talked about, you know. No, nah, I mean? to be on, to be honest, yo, nah. To be honest, nah. The, if I don't have a placement, I remember like 
I'll be talking to Big Sean. I was talking to Big Sean like last night to text him. And when I sent him the beats, you know, when he do respond back, he'll be like, yo, like the beats is cool, mm-hmm. but I don't know what to do with it right now. We're just so dope. I don't know what to go. That's the worst I ever heard about okay. doing something like that. Okay. But usually when I play beats in front of people, I, they react and it's like, dang, bro, like, why you ain't doing this? Like, why you ain't doing this? And I just like timing. Right. I just be patient. Right. And how many beats mm-hmm. do you have under your belt right now? Like in the world and then on your, like on your hard drive? No, I probably got like 3,000. Over 2025 to 3,000. Just sitting or ready to be sent? But kind of both. Mm. Kind of both. Mm. And then just out here. Y'all heard I it probably first. got like. Get y'all beef from Raja. Got, <laughs> get him. <laughs> uh, I like 12 out here. Okay. Okay. 12 songs, yeah. Okay. And currently, like in rotation? Mm-hmm. In, rot- in rotation, there's the JIDK, the Saha, the Ferg. Even some independent Saha, stuff. oh my God. Saha is the most slept on mm-hmm. artist. We talked about that at his conversation. I mean, at his conversation. At his uh, concert. We were mm-hmm. like, when he was with Big Crit. And I was like, I know all of these songs. And you just popped up and was like, yeah, that's my song. I'm like, what? You did that? Yeah. We had a whole like, like, cabal moment. I'm like, wow, this is amazing. One of our own just walked in here and said, I made this beat. And it was just a rap from there. I'm like, okay, yeah, I fucks with Saha. And he's doing a lot of good things. A lot of good things. Is there anything that um that people don't know you made? Uh, a lot mm. of people didn't know I made it. Let it go for Ferg at first. Um, I'd be telling famous uh motherfuckers that I meet. And it's like you made that beat. I used to listen to that before school. I used to listen to that to work out. Or um, that probably that probably might be it because that's like one of my most rarest placements. Mhm, mhm. So where? Of course. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. I, no, I was about to say. Of course, everybody know the recent one I did, but the I think that's the only one people wouldn't know I have done. Okay. Okay. Now, how did how did um. So this is what, so you're past 18 when you met Ferg. Where, what, what would be considered your next chapter after Ferg, if that makes sense? Like what age did you move on to like your next biggest situation? That was, yeah, that was the Ray Shermer joint after the okay. Let It Go situation. Um, I moved into that situation and that was went real good. I got a platinum plaque from that album. I got a plaque off the third album that went gold mm-hmm. and platinum was Shum Life 2. So I got a plaque off both of those and that moved me into the JIDK chapter. Okay. And my dude IDK, you know, we did Alone together. We did Baby Scale with him and Young Gleesh. We did No Wave with him and Denzel Curry. Okay. Um, and for the No Wave video, we did the first ever Spotify video on a playlist for that one. Oh, wow. Baby Scale, we did Adult Swim. We had Adult Swim for a week. It was the song of the week and a theme song for like the shows in between commercials. And then okay. this, the song alone just went on his debut album, um, which sounded and went and did pretty good. So we just waiting on a plaque for that one. Oh, man. Speaking we could have got a Grammy now that year. How important is that to you? Being that you've gotten multiple now, how is it important? How is that, like, how is it important to you? Uh, a lot of people be saying I be too humble about it, but the way I look at it, 
I'd be like, you know, I ain't even ordered them. Yeah, I just ordered my first one probably like last week. Right. I'll probably right. get it for my birthday present because I ain't wanted to make me content, but it's like for me, I always want more. You right. know, it's how I always want to do better. And I'm like, yeah, I got the plaques, I got the certifications. And people are like, why you don't got them here? Like, why they ain't here? Thanks. Like, they gonna come. Like, I got them. Like, you don't need to see it. That's for me. You know. Right. So, but now I'm getting into that zone uh, where I'm really realizing that I'm a brand, and a lot of people really do Big respect facts. my brand and my work. And like you said, on the outside looking in, like I just look at it as normal life. Mm-hmm. Like going going to Ferg House or being around people, like that's just super normal. It's not surreal to me. So, you know, that's why I don't really flaunt at the broadcast or I don't really, you know, flex my plaques until I want to feel good about it for my family or myself for real. Right, right. But you, you got a comfort zone that you like to, to, to yeah. maneuver in, so to speak. I, I, I think, well... What I went through to that probably relatable a lot of creators, you know, who in the industry go through is, you know, the mental. You know, it ain't yeah. even all about the money because, you know, I come from a space where I needed money. I did music because I loved it. And I need to pay my bills. Right. So when you when you in a space of you had you got bread, you're not worrying about paying your bills. You just trying to get better. You right. know, with different speed bumps that will slow you down or, you know, like me, I'm in California. You gotta mm-hmm. you gotta recharge and you gotta. You got to soak up new things because your accomplishments is really based off the things you was doing or the things you want to build off of. The things that hurt you, the things that you feel, you always want to win. So when it's like me, like I got the plaques, I did the video game. So now I'm at a spot where I got to I got to do a sonic boom. I did all of this with people. I did some plaques. I did commercials. So now, like I said, I just got to get in the zone where I got to have a hundred percent confidence, put my boots on and just stomp through everything. Right. So that's what I'm that's what I'm learning now. Yeah, because self-care is definitely um, important because as as you said, that's what you're learning now. That's the process that I'm in as well. Um, especially after that event that we that I did host was supposed to be hosted because I I I think I did a shitty job. No, however, you did good. however, people kept telling me like get out of your head this that, and the third. So I think that was the leaf that kind of blew away because a lot of things lifted off of me, especially when I got home and like you know had that conversation with G and we mm-hmm. we like are all everything is in a greater place right now and I'm very very much more excited about this brand that I'm creating. So I've come this far. Why let it go Mm -hmm. now? Cause I know people are looking like I know that now. And Mm -hmm. before, and before I didn't think that I was an adult or I didn't, you know, I I felt like I was still young, like young minded. My mental wasn't right. And then, so everything literally changed that night after I had that conversation after like, you can tell on my social media you can tell at home like i haven't laughed in a long time like it's a lot of things that change my mood and i'm like it's all about self-care it's all about self-worth and then coming to the realization that you can manifest anything that you want and Mm -hmm. keep the haters from you know around you and just have those that positive energy that you've been needing and wanting and, and 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 deserve at the end of the day right like you yeah. said, you have to recharge. You have to get those that those that are um, creative. They need sun, just like mm-hmm. the, just like a flower needs sun to grow and water to grow. That's how us creators feel. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. 
And um, with that being said, are, that's why you're in it in um, California now, or is it more so business and a little bit of recharge? It's kind of it's kind of all three, you know. We we over here seeing the fam, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. Uh, we ain't been over here in a minute, mm-hmm. so we came to see the fam. You know, I, I got to go to LA next week to do like a business move for like a day or two. And then, you know, and just also just to, you know, get away from, you know, just the energy of what's going on from Virginia, the Facts. things that make me unfocused, the Ooh. things I try to water too much. Because if you, if you water flowers, if you water flowers too much, it's going to die. Yes. Too much of anything will kill you. So, yes. you know, just being over here, being at a stand in the backyard and, you know, I don't really know nobody here where I'm at. Just like I said, it's peace. So. And, and the weed and helps. The, yeah, and the weed definitely <laughs> helps. Definitely helps. And yeah, it just, these are things, like I said, these are things that make me want to go make beats on or call my manager and do some business, you know, because I'm just real business oriented when I'm out here. Right. It, 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 LA is a different, it's a different ball game. It, it puts you in a hustler's mentality because everybody is on the corner hustling something. Everybody, yeah. even outside their house, like people are, it's just, it's just way different from <laughs> from here specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, but I bet the weather is amazing or getting yeah, to be amazing. Yeah, good, man. Both. Like, I'm standing out here now. Let me see, like, to see the sun. My Ooh, face can turn. Wait, I'm jealous. I'm jealous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know it's that's right. I know yeah, that's so. right. I also, it's, well, let's get into... Um, Evil Robot Club, because I know you had um, started that. So let's let's expand a little bit more on that aspect of your life, because I know you you're accomplishing a lot in the music game. You're you're not just a a producer, you're an entrepreneur that has and a brand. So being being that um, being that what is Evil Robot Club? Uh, Evil Robot Club is electric business and luxury, you know, bringing your ideas to life, you know, bringing your dreams to reality. And I just put it in the perception of an evil robot just to move into the ways of the world, you know, technology. Mm-hmm. Oh, Things, you know, we got cell phones to vacuum clean us that clean the floor. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just and then even just life, you know, of, you know, how people think, you know, what people thought of me or just how people think of the world, like. For instance, McDonald's is bad to some, but it's good to some because it might be bad for you, but somebody making money off of it. Big somebody tax. might say it's evil, but somebody might say it's a blessing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just, just for anything, um, even a lot of people thought I used to do bad things or I didn't do things to their standards. So that's why, you know, evil robot, I'm going to be the evil one. The one that's rebellious. Perception is key. You know, it's mm-hmm. how you look at it, half empty or half full. So. You know, I created that brand maybe like three years ago for real, and I bought it to life two years ago. Okay. So, oh, that's the thing I'm pushing, you know, like music, science, technology, fashion. Um, I really want to be like a corporation with that thing because, you know, when I was in school, I used to be real smart. I used to always want to do science and just big business. So even when I'm in music, you know, music is I love to do, and it's a stepping stone and something I can teach. But right. you know, I really want to stop and stop um, stepping finances and food and stocks, and you know, really open up Outside different umbrellas of evil robot. Yeah, because you know, I'm doing something called evil sauce. I'm doing evil dressing. I'm doing alcohol, evil water. Oh, you know, you just just thinking of it all shit. Yeah, what about and the strain? I, I, you got a weed strain coming. 
Already. Oh, we got an exclusive. Already. And <laughs> what's crazy? It's crazy. You. What's crazy? You asked that because it was ready like last week. Look at. See. Look at this. It's already done. Look at this. Let, we we need to have a session and, you know, maybe you can play some beats and, yeah. we can, you know, do this another time as well. <laughs> yeah. I'm down for the motherfucking count. Hell yeah. That's dope. That I man, that just really blew my mind because that's a lot. A lot of a lot of people that come out of VA don't really know where to go and they don't have a team behind them or or. Or some type of support, or people that know how to play their role. You know what I mean? Because some yeah. people that in your in in your squad, they can be so excited about it, and then go to the next person and talk so much shit for no right. reason. And and we're all working, we're all grinding. But that's I don't want to beat a dead horse because that's just <laughs> one. I'm, I'm not focused on that. That's negative. Keep that over there. Just support is what all of us I think we need in that major hub and um the last question of this then we're gonna move on to um top five but gotcha. do you feel that we have a major hub here in Virginia um yeah I just don't think we know it I think it's I think so much stuff may be backed by the negative comments of what people say about the area you know about not getting the support or right. we don't unite but if you really look at the subsidiary part of it, we got people in Virginia who click up. We got people from Virginia who are actually doing good. Right. We got people in Virginia who actually love it. I think it's the fact that when we don't get what we want, it's easy. When we don't get what we want, it's easy to point the blame or point the finger at a mm-hmm. situation that everybody's saying, you know, it's taboo. So I, I feel like the hub is here, but we don't know it. And that's just coming with being responsible and having the right information on how to make it. And, right. you know, that's knowing that you need a publicist. That's knowing that you need marketing. That's knowing that you need somebody registering your music. You just can't record the music and drop the music. I mean, drop the music on YouTube. Like, how you going to get paid from Next. it? Like, what's your PRO? Like, you picture? know what I'm saying? It, it's just how you look at the thing. So, and there's some people that's actually here doing it. Like, I'm, I was in Virginia doing it. Like, Big I text. feel like I didn't leave to get on. Like, I, I I stayed in Virginia all my life and got on. I took a couple of trips, but I made the beats here, and I traveled to see them get done. Okay. So I always look at it different. Like, it's just how you look at it. Because some people move away from here, and they're never going to get on. Right. Some people go to Atlanta, never going to get on. Some people move to New York, never going to get on. Some people from Atlanta move here, don't get on. It's like everybody feel like they're the, like they the dark horse and they say that no matter where you go and they're going to try to go somewhere to get on. And you got the ones who just going to be there forever and get on. Right. So, Do you think it was easier when you did leave Virginia to to travel, um, to get that attention that, that, that was coming your way? Or did you all think, you know, was it all... Uh, hold on. Somebody keep coming. Oh, most definitely, um, most definitely it was easy. Yeah, most definitely. Um, when you go out the city and you network, um, you actually get a you, you do get a lot more done because I'm I'm gonna put an example of this. In Virginia, it's kind of what's the what's the word I'm looking for? It's adaptive. You already know the area. You already know how people work. You already know who hang with who. Mm-hmm. When I go to when I go to LA, I meet so many, many people on the internet that I don't see. You know, we haven't made a great impression yet, but we both know each other dope. 
So when right. you go out to other cities, you know, you might be eager to meet a person just as much as they're eager to meet you. And they're doing something because the network, the city is bigger, you know, L.A., Atlanta, New York. And that's when you make those type of connections, you know what I'm saying? That what makes you valuable in your city. Exactly. Because you, you really create an outreach for them. If I go work with this person and we do good, then I go back home and work with this person. Nine times out of ten, that person going to hear it. And one day it might be a beat or it might be a song or just, yo, tell them his music, though, which has happened before. Right. And, and, and that's just doing a lot. But like I said, it, it can get selfish when... It, when you're ungrateful of what it is for real, you Makes always got to be grateful of what somebody's doing or this is just like young crazy. For instance, crazy is fucking in Virginia. He's right. fucking Virginia, but he make moves everywhere. And that makes him fucking who he is here because he fucking making a name for himself everywhere else. And he's still saying Virginia. He ain't, he don't really be doing too much and complaining about people who don't support him. Facts. He just got a bigger picture. Like he's about to drop a song with fucking Vito. So that's going to be big for the area right. and who already, who he deal with. So I need to get him on the show. If you can get him on the show for me, that'd be wonderful. You know, <laughs> I'm going to try to reach out to a crazy be moving. I know he does. He, but I'll be where he at sometimes, you know, I'll be yeah. everywhere. Like a nigga, if we be behind backstage, we finagle yeah. our way. <laughs> yeah. He, we used to. We used, to, we used to go backstage so fast, bro. <laughs> right. Those were the days. We'd be like, yo, we got we got merch. We got we got this. We got promo yo, items we got for flyers, promo. We, we, got we promoting this show, my nigga. Like, let us backstage. Uh, did you do jam sets with Rick Ross with us? I don't think so. Oh. I, I don't think so. It, uh, it was something on the CD. I mean, we went to a concert and Batman finessed all this to get in. I think it was was, was it Travis Ray, Porter? It's either was was Travis Porter, Ray Schremer, or either the Wiz Khalifa and um It was one of them, but we baby, that shit. Ooh, we we've been It might have been, been Oh, it might have been two chains and Mika or ODU homecoming. It was definitely two chains for sure because yeah. he had that walkthrough at uh the studio. And he yep. came through and was like, yeah, Batman gave a shout out because I got the video of that and the audio of that still. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's been, man, we've been yeah, literally every fucking where. But that that's a blessing right there. Like, even even people knowing our faces and be like, oh, you, you so-and-so homeboy or homegirl, whatever the case may be. Yeah, you good. Come on. And then once you start building that relationship with people, people look out at the end of the right. day. And sometimes you don't even be, like, looking for that. They be like, mm -hmm. oh shit, you 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 in you right here? You standing right here? Come on, nah, come on. Like we <laughs> It's been plenty of days people be like, nah, we, you right, nah. We gotta do better. That shit used to be amazing. It's still gonna be like that, but it just takes people to look look outside of like this. It takes people right. to really know who you are as a person, to trust you, to be like, yeah, come on, yeah, come you can come back here with us and you don't know what's going on back there, but they invite you into that space and you be like, okay, well, uh, we, we in here that's now. You <laughs> yeah, can still get like that. That's what makes it fun. It's that's the journey. Right. Right. And people don't get it. People don't understand like living in that experiences and being in the room and being like when they when they tell that story to someone else, you'd be like, dang, I was right there. And I can I can confirm that. 
Shout out to G Stacks. <laughs> Shout out to G. <laughs> but let's move forward to the top five, and then we're gonna do our wind down because I know you want to go enjoy your family and make some more hot fire, hot fire. Um, I'm about but... to cook on the grill. <laughs> oh, I bet. Oh, they got different, different food. Uh, street tacos. Oh my god. Mm. Fish tacos. Oh. I'm just like, and then and being invited to like those type of events or parties with mm-hmm. with billion dollar people in the room is a different, like it's a, it's a it's, big difference. It's like you can be cool, like you can dress however you would like to dress. It, it, at this point, it doesn't matter. You're just there, and you're right. just absorbing all that energy. But oh, I can't wait to be in that building because you know, Core DJ Retreats is com- is coming up in Atlanta in June. In Atlanta, yeah. But anyways, yeah. yes, let's get to this top five because um, we are 40, 45 after. So that's cool. Um, let's hit you with the top five producers you've worked with. The top five producers I work with? Yes. Uh, Lex, Mike, Johnny, TM, and it's a it's a dude I work. It ain't put no. I think I think Kino yo. I think Kino because me and Kino, me and Kino got like forty something collabs that we ain't even put out yet. Oh, yeah. Oh shit! Now that's gonna be something right there. That now that because he been moving, moving and shaking. Like yeah. it's nothing that Kino ain't been doing. He's loved right. overseas. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, uh, top five projects you've worked on. Top five projects I worked on. Mm. Trap Lord. Is he real? Shrum Life 2. No Dope on Sundays. Mm. Uh, the furious bird pack okay. with Neil Long. I did a song called Neil Long up there, and Yachty song up there, and Molly Wall was up there too. Nice. All right, yeah. top five producers in your city or in, in the Virginia area, so to speak. Mm. <laughs> We got uh, Don, I like Don Kevo. Damn, this is tough. All right, but I like Don Kevo. I like trees, low key. First of all, Lex and Kino don't count. We <laughs> okay. have Lex okay. and Kino. G don't count. <laughs> uh, uh, we got uh, I like uh, Young Raj. He can produce. He be producing with the dude named G Dunham. They do like real different like tight vibes, like funk and groove and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I like I like Ready Rock. Ready Rock. You got one more. I got one more. Uh... Oh, shout out to uh, Very Rare. This is the last top five. Top five artists you'd like to work with. Mm, Billy Eilish. Oh, that's the girl with the yep. uh, the blonde hair. 
I forgot her name. I mean, not her name. Her uh, song. She got bad guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. I f- oh, uh, I fuck with that song. Every time that that shit hit a groove on me. We got her. Uh, Kendrick Lamar. Mm-hmm. Rihanna. Mm-hmm. Uh, Young Hove. Mm-hmm. And Kanye. Mm. Hot fire, hot fire. That mm-hmm. all of that was dope. And I really mm-hmm. appreciate all of this because you kind of like, um, I'm going to bring this thing called pop that cherry back. So mm-hmm. it's a uh, awards where you were the first to do something on my show. So, um, it's a lot of firsts. So when I Ooh. calculate them, I will definitely let you know, and I'm going to do like a little reward or award for it. Like I'm going to make it custom making myself. Cause you know, I make oh, yeah. custom things and you know, that could be something that, also, it could be an accolade. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I can put a, I get a, get a trophy. Yeah. A uh, little cherry and everything. Put it on right on the mantle. Yep. A little ridge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but before, I, I can't, I can, we can't go without doing the question of the day. And then I'm going to let you do your, um, your outro, like your shout outs, so on and so forth. Uh, the okay. question of the day is, what bothers you about the industry? Why? And what is your solution to it? Um, just the honesty or, you know, just doing things because it's going to make you look good and not because you feel it. That'd be my thing about the industry. And that's just about different ways, you know, mm-hmm. Cause you, you can't control nobody in the industry but yourself. You know what I'm saying? Facts. And you can't show emotions in this because it's not personal. It's a business. Facts. So, you know, it's a lot of things that's happening that, you know, people are doing because of. I don't want this person to eat or I can't do it because this person don't like you type or I'm going to do it because he got 2 million views and it's like, you know, the the art and the bars of music ain't high no more. Right. And, you know, the solution, my solution is to just, you know, to be rebellious, be the evil robot, you know, change the sound. It's crazy what I'm about to say because my boy Al Dons and his shout out to Dons, but, you know, just working with people and different artists who, who understand the same thing as you and, you know, who relate to it or who want to make music. Facts. But no, like, a superstar was a superstar. You know, bars was bars, you know, and art was art. And, you know, like, I was, I was just really telling Dom that we had a conversation outside of Cardinal Skate Shop that night mm-hmm. for about 15, 20 minutes talking about that, you know, about being honest to people, just being yourself, and, you know, just working with and meeting genuine people who understand the same thing Facts. like you can't hate the real you know what i'm saying you can't hate the player you just gotta hate the game Facts. and so that, that, that's just my solution even with me making the beats you know i done heard a lot of no's before i heard a lot of yeses and that's just because you know i was hard-headed like no i'm not gonna send you this beat i'm gonna send you this type of beat because i feel like this can be the one for you to bring you out your box so and it's been working so far, so I, I think I'm going to continue to be the evil robot, you know, continue to change the rules. Facts. Make your own lane, shit. At this yeah. point, shit, yeah. you ain't following no directions. You doing this all from your mental. You ain't got nobody yeah. else fucking with it. Mm. That's the shit. Right. That's awesome. So give your shout outs and then we're going to get up out of here because I got another situation that's about to come yeah. through. You know what I mean? You know Man, just shout out to everybody in Virginia, man. Shout out to everybody in my Evil Robot Club, my team, my people doing my clothes, my management, 
my family, my friends. You know, shout out to Dom. You know, my boy Jinx. You know, saying Rory, he about to drop a project. Me and Jinx got an album in the works. Um, y'all just gonna look out for the Eva sauce, the Eva dressing, the Eva what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that was gonna be fun. It's gonna be fucking fire. I'm talking about. It's gonna be fire. Like, man, it's gonna be fire. You gotta be on the lookout for it. And it's going to lead into another project. But, you know, i just been in that bag, you know, songwriting for artists, you know, sending beats to, like, some of the biggest artists and, you know, playing my music and sneaking my songs in there. And they telling me, yo, you should go for it. Facts. And you know, I think that's the one thing I've been chilling on for, like, the last month, you know, getting inspiration for some of my idols and, you know, people who heard my beats who just wanted to talk to me just because they heard two beats that sound good. And it's people I never think of in my life. And... You know, they've been pushing me to really put the music out. And I, mean, I just can't wait for everybody. It's going to be something different for Virginia. Fire. I'm really proud. I'm definitely yeah. proud of you because it's been a long journey. And I'm glad that I was a part of that journey. And it's still going to be a part of that journey, <laughs> whether right. whether you like it or not. Because I know you done fell out with a, not a lot of people, but a few people. And after that night at the, uh, at the uh, skate shop, you know, you had that right. con- you know, that confirmation and that conversation with Terrell. So, and y'all mm-hmm. pretty much talked it out. And we ended at all you need is communication at the end of the day. Right. So, right. Um, yeah. Um, shout out to me, Miss Hollywood, the host. Uh, and yeah. also follow this page. So Hollywood, the podcast. I am now going to be doing my Instagram, <clears throat> excuse me, my Instagram live interviews. And you'll be able to hear the audio on Wednesday because I normally drop everything on Wednesday. But now I'm moving a little bit different, a little bit new. You know what I mean? And I got some new right. things in the works. And I'm, you know, I'm going to call this um this situation like shoot your shot because, you know, I'm not, uh, I'm not a, uh, you know, McQueen, you know, they haven't sponsored me yet, but you know, manifestation okay. is, is coming from my tongue. And so I'm, I'm, this is, yes, this is that McQueen is okay. gin, very smooth gin, very smooth. That should have you sitting here looking like, Ooh, wee. but, uh, shout out to <laughs> <laughs> McQueen and also, uh, the Adult Swim Volume 4 mixtape is taking submissions for anyone interested. Just DM me, um, Shout out to Session 420 for having me. Shout out to GStacks216. Shout out to my my podcast. Everybody that support me, everybody that don't, it's all good because I'm still going to make it. Uh, and yeah. yeah, do you have any last words for the people? You know what I mean? Hey, man, go drink some water, man. And go eat some good food. Today. They need some milk. <laughs> yeah. yeah so i'm gonna holler at you thank you so much once again um and we will revisit a, a new interview and i'm sure you're gonna have so many more accolades in your belt and i'm probably gonna be a part of uh a few so yeah uh and i'll probably yeah. i will be a part of you will that's that manifestation you know that's what i'm calling it so yeah uh and we out this thing um thank you again i love see you Alright, peace. Is it me or was it hiding here? You gotta, 
Is it me or was it Hollywood? That was a good interview. Thank you guys for tuning in. My next interview will be here shortly. We're doing some things. Uh, so Hollywood the podcast. Shout out to Sarah Toga. He made my intro outro song. Um, yeah. Peace and blessings. It's time to get ignorant. The Hollywood lights are bright. Let's get right for a little bit. The vibe's so low, so let's go. We're bumping a little bit. Let's celebrate life like it's gonna end in a little bit. Hit the bottom a little twist. And mix it with some of this. And mix it with Hollywood. And you fall from monotonous. Imagine the gas can't even produce more hotness than this hip hop pop. It's a female accomplice. Hey, Is it me or was it hot in here?